is Lalana. Now Sadio Mane. Men making ground. Coutinho, Firmino! It's there for Liverpool! It's Roberto Firmino! Wijnaldum. Still got it. Was caught. Liverpool have it with Coutinho. It's a good save by Fedicek. Now Wijnaldum. Now Firmino. Liverpool are looking for a second. And they could get it with Mane! They do get it through Sadio Mane. Beautifully made by Roberto Firmino. Monreal's cross. It's towards Jadou. It's a really big stop that by Simon Mignolet. And that's on for Welbeck. And Welbeck's in. And Welbeck scores. And Arsenal have a route back into the game. Matip's there. What a chance that was to get a goal from a free kick. James Milner, the Liverpool captain. The delivery and the header. Well, it's so close to a third goal for Origi. Lalana, lovely turn. Lalana sets the ball off. Diop Origi will get there. Vinaldum's made a wonderful run through the middle. Vinaldum! Game, set, and match Liverpool. Ginny Vinaldum scores at Anfield yet again. And Liverpool have beaten Arsenal. The best word I can say, but uh, will describe this was boom. <laughs> <laughs>
that I uh, brought out in that article I, I wrote about Henderson, yep. about nobody being able to properly replace the captain. Well, he actually replaced him very well. He was all over the pitch. He he did everything that Henderson has been doing for for the entire season. Yep. Uh, but of course, Lalana was was in, he was the, the most important player. Uh, with with his constant harassment of, of Arsenal players yep. and in attack that uh, free flowing free free moving trio that that we are used to seeing of Coutinho, Firmino and Mane and, and their constant changing of, of positions around the, that attack That's was right. just too, too much for, for Arsenal defenders. I, th- I think the yeah on on the point about Lalana, um, I mean really I mean with regards to the to all three goals that we scored, um, he was actually involved in all of in all three. Um, yeah. With, with you know and there was so much um, he was actually drawing a lot of defenders' attention to himself, um, and he also found himself in in, in 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 positions where in front of him there was just so. So many options, uh, you know, to 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 go left or to go right. Um, of course, I mean the 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 the, the, the third goal that was scored by Wijnaldum, um, where that he did that that wonderful uh, turn and 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 pass to Crossfield, pass to um, to to Divock Origi. That was that was a say, very nice. I must say, that particular that particular moment reminded me very very much of Zidane. Uh, yes. And, and Thierry Henry playing for the French national team together. That that turn in the middle and then that pass and that run, it was just... <laughs> it was a flashback of, the, of that France national team in 1998 when, when they won the World Cup. Yes. I'm sorry, Joe, continue, please. No, I, I was just saying that, um, you know, apart from that goal, that this, he was just as the, uh, you know, a, a focus of... Um, of, of so much of, of, of the build-up play and so much of the the um, offensive nature of of the of the attack, uh, you know, in in the first goal, um, and and there were, and, and actually when you look at when you look at all three of our goals, there's a lot of uh, com- common thematic elements uh, in them, uh, not just in the goals themselves, but also in a way, um, you know, and, and you know, you can identify the things that have been missing. Um, in our play uh, since the turn of the year. With that first goal, you know, you see Firmino making that really determined run, okay, somewhere from midfield, and he was really, you know, he was determined to get there in the end and score. And it, it kind of echoes that the last goal as well with, with what uh, Wijnaldum did. I mean, that was fantastic. I mean, Wijnaldum really ran from box to box. He started at our box and he just took a punt and just decided to run all the way, and you know, and the ball came to him, <coughs> in in you know, in op- uh, uh, with that space that was created, and, and and he you know he he took the gamble and he and he, and he scored a, a a good goal. So there was a lot of um, common things that happened uh, that and that also also showed what we lacked, um, you know, uh, thus far. Uh, and I mean, also Mane. I mean, uh, what do you think of Mane's performance, Eric? I thought Mane was excellent. Um, you know, <clears throat> the way he drives and, and well, he does everything right. Um, but for me, the most important thing of that game was um, was the way and, and, and basically Emre's Chan tackle on, on Sanchez. That, <laughs> for me, summed up the game and what we've been lacking uh, all season. And maybe for a long, long time, you know, that moment when he goes past him, I was, I was screaming at, at the screen, you know, tackle, tackle, get him, bring him down. Yes. And he did, and I was basically celebrating the goal. Yeah, I thought that that moment really summed it up. And um, the Marty challenge just before we scored the third, yeah, uh, was amazing. So that for me, you know, not only defend well, but you know, defend aggressively. 
I thought it was Martip once or twice who actually made a pretty strong tackle as well. Yeah. You know, really going for the legs of, of I think it was Giroud. Pretty much hacked him down. Just saying, you know, I like those cynical fouls and we need to make mm. those, more of those. We need to be... We, we can allow ourselves to be a bit more dirty at times. Yeah. I was listening to another um, uh, podcast. I won't say which one. Um, and <laughs> as I was listening to that, I, you know, it was a kind of a head scratcher moment for me because they were looking through the uh, that game as well. And there were certain things that were said that were like, what? Are you sure? Did you watch this game or what? Um, <laughs> like, for example, they were saying, okay, um, uh, one guy said that he felt Matip, um, you know, wasn't wasn't confident in his defending. I was like, what? It seems like Matip is coming back into his confident depend, uh, defending and front foot, you know, positive defending. So I, I'm not sure where you got this impression, you know, Matip didn't look comfortable on the ball. Uh, Emre, um, you know, some people um, uh, were, were, were saying that, oh, he's a, he's a very lucky boy. Uh, to have escaped uh, a, a second yellow, yeah, it, it's it's true. He he was very lucky, um, but you know what? Uh, you know, if he was to do it all over again, I I, I hope he does exactly that, and it's something that that we need. Uh, you know, there was another comment that was saying, oh, uh, they blame Mignolet for the for conceding the fir- uh, for conceding um, uh, the goal against uh, Welbeck. You know, yeah, um, many people do that, but it's like. Why? Why can't you give credit to 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 the quality of Welbeck's finish? It was a it was a fantastic um, uh, finish, and 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 also the the what Sanchez did, you know. It, it, it was a one on one situation. I, I I can't see how anyone can blame the keeper for for failing to say that. Yeah, that yeah, was just a great finish. Exactly. Um, for me, the the annoying thing is, um, as I as I gave the ratings and and. Yeah, perhaps it was a bit too harsh on, on Klein there. But what he does with on that goal, it's terrible. He really has no business letting his attacker going via the inside of him, mm. just going behind him. <clears throat> and he's okay with that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was absolutely terrible. And then the, the chip is, is just very, very good quality. Right, right. You know, yep. that's 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 a goal that can happen in the way that you say, okay, he is one on one and he chips the goalie. All right, happens. You move on. Let me ask you this, um to say uh, let me ask this to Keith. So we 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 are two two nil up and then Wellbeck scores, okay? Um at that point <laughs> or did, at any point of the game, okay? Did you feel, uh oh, this may go south? No. Whenever we have a struggled against any of the top sides, we have blown every single top side away. The ones that we haven't blown away have hung on for draws. Uh, we we come out and play when we've got space, when we've got uh, space to have the movement of the runners up front. Uh, when they leave, when they attack us, and we can hit them on the counter-attack, there is no problem with this team. This this team is magnificent and will beat any of the top eight contenders if they come to play against us. Uh, our problem is against the people, the teams that sit deep. And I think uh, Klopp is going to have to relook at how he sets the team up. When we lost to Burnley, it was a bit of a shock the first time around. Mm-hmm. We seem to have learned quite quickly after that and seem to be able to take on the teams that sat deep. Mm-hmm. However, with those injuries over the Christmas period and the fatigue that set in, mm-hmm. I don't think we had the energy to cope with it in the January period. I'm going to be very interesting to see how we cope with the same teams coming in now with a run-in. Um, Burnley's going to be a very interesting game. But I didn't have a doubt that we'd beat Arsenal. Uh, apart from that, Arsenal is going through a fairly sticky patch and uh, the fans are on Wenger's back and I doubt whether he's going to be here next year, especially after the morning they received last night or the night before, what it was. Um, but I, I, I was really, really confident uh, that we would beat Arsenal. I was confident that we'd beat Spurs. I said I'd have a problem. I think we're going to have a problem against Leicester, which we did. But... Uh, I don't think the result was in any doubt. Uh, 
our movement was great, our desire was great, our commitment was great. We harried them, we closed them down, and we, we hit them on the counter. We were just too strong for them on the night. Uh, I just think Klopp is going to need to go back to, to the drawing board and look at how he sets up when teams sit deep. Having a Rigi as a, as, as a focal point, maybe two up front, as somebody suggested, I don't know if it was Eric or Vess or even Christian, going back to the two up front uh, with, a, with a midfield diamond. I don't know, but we need to come up with a, with a solution when teams come to defend and come for, for a draw. But uh, against teams that want to play against us, this team will take them apart. That's yeah, good one. Um, and actually, that that opens the door to the to my next question. And I plan to ask this to Christian. But before that, Christian, you you actually mentioned several times that um, you used the word um, attitude. Was it that you used? Uh, that yes. There was a you know some kind of a, a lack of a, 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 the right attitude with some of, with regards to some of the players. Um, and and we see we saw all the right attitude. Uh, against Arsenal, uh, uh, what can you can you perhaps uh, clarify that uh, you know a little bit uh, uh, firmer? To, what what did you see? All the positive things that you saw uh, in this game. Exactly that attitude. We showed the willing, willingness to to win this game all throughout the team, and this was the most positive thing I took from that. I mean, um, it was still a bit worrying. I have to mention, would like to mention this as um, part of the analysis question. Um, <clears throat> I was still a bit concerned, and I am still a bit concerned. Arsenal plays a very European football. Passing, yeah, pass, move, sequences, very quick, very direct. And sometimes they, they really caused trouble to our defense. Mm -hmm. And um, so this is, was still a bit worrying. There, was, there were some, some tight situations within the game, even before the 3-1 with a counter, which was perfectly done, perfectly conducted, um, exercise. But um, the willingness to fight was the key to win this game and to, to, to put up a great performance. And I have to say, in preparation for this podcast, I watched, um, I've, watched I've been watching the, 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 um, the highlights of the Arsenal game again, time and again. And right before that, now I was looking up um, the Burnley highlights. Mm. It's, it's even, even ridiculous to call them that. But that that was there was worlds different worlds difference mm -hmm. in attitude in movement in pace between those two games. It could be any more different mm -hmm. than what I saw. And um, Burnley was totally ridiculous. It was like we were jogging or even a bit more than walking across the field. Mm -hmm. And whenever something went wrong, the players just stood there watching the ball and did nothing to win the ball back. It, um, and when we were conceding the two goals, the way we conceded them, the defense was just not there. Mm -hmm. So this, this willingness to perform was the key to win, winning the game, and it will be the key to every um, game following this one. And, um, and I have to say, I did a little calculation mm -hmm. based on the remaining games and the table situation and the points uh, every, uh, of our of our competitors and we sell, uh, we have at the moment, it will be a, an extremely tight race and we cannot afford to drop any further points, I have to say. Yep. Uh, okay. So we have to show this willingness yeah. time and again now. Now, so the second part of the, um, of the question, which is kind of triggered with uh, what, what Keith, Keith mentioned was, okay, so, okay, yeah, we're going to be looking at this Burnley game and specifically talking about uh, now coming against teams with the with the low block defensive kind of situation um, now Christian you know this is not unusual to Klopp you know when you when you when he even when he was in the Bundesliga the low you know some of the lower placed teams this would probably be the the, the kind of position or approach that they would have adopted against uh, Borussia Dortmund so altogether this is not unusual situation for him mm. right and he managed to right. maybe uh, I did read, I think, uh, I think about a year and a half ago or something, and my memory of that article was a bit hazy right now. But I think the mm. thing that stuck to me was that actually he did struggle against that, those kinds of uh, situations. But somehow he still managed to eke out a result. He still managed to, you know, go past the post, you know, a, a, a goal or something. Just, just managed to get through the door. Why, why is he struggling a lot more here? At Liverpool, with such situation, 
question to me. Yeah. Because this team is not ready yet. It has it is not a finished the finished article yet. It takes much more time, of course. This he inherited the players when he when he started um, in the last season, and it, this and he could only make a few changes because he did not get all the players he wanted. So he, he has, in fact, he he has to cope with what he has, mm-hmm. plus a few reinforcements. But this team has not been fully, let's say, refurbished, mm-hmm. and this team is not able to play the Dortmund style, which he is obviously after again mm-hmm. and uh, that's why they struggle i mean they we had exactly the same situation in germany um dortmund was running against those uh, defenses but the team at its peak at dortmund they were able, able simply able to break that up with quick pass and move sequences mostly on on the on the left um, on the left flank with with royce Götze changing sides they were um, swapping sides also and the, these quick pass and move sequences were just too good for those tight defenses. When you sit deep, normally the movement goes down. And, Christian. Um, yeah. Do you think, having seen Dortmund play and everything like that, the weakness yeah. we have as a Liverpool side is firstly Firmino is not suited to playing against teams that sit deep. Secondly, both Milner and Klein have not got a final product in the in the, in, 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 in at the at the in the final third. The speed getting past on both sides of the flanks we're lacking. So the teams that we're not stretching the teams that sit deep because of Firmino's lack of of, of pace or or movement because when the, the the defense is condensed and Milner and Klein not stretching to create that space for Firmino to get in there. They lack acceleration. You're absolutely exactly. right. Yeah, you like, they lack not just the it's not the pa- the pace itself. It's the the ability to quickly accelerate faster than the opponents. You know, when a team sits deep, we start circling the ball around. Yeah, mm. Which I, is I'd actually normal. prefer uh, in this case it might be an idea. I would actually prefer Trent to uh, because Klein for me is 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 not the Klein of last year or I mean the year before last year where he was quite good in the attacking third. If he could, I don't think he could uh, hit a, a defender any more than he does right now, even if he tried. And, and Milner on the other side is just not good enough in the attacking sense. Brilliant on defense, uh, but just not good enough. And when we're playing maybe Coutinho out wide, he doesn't have the pace. I'd rather him in the middle to create that tricky situation and have somebody with more pace on that side. You are exactly spot on. It's the pace that we lack, the, 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 the ability to accelerate quicker than the defenders, because when we start circling the ball around, the, the, the whole game calms down. And then, they are, in fact, players are walking around and the defense shifts along with the ball. We play around their box. And the, the ability of Dortmund was to, all of a sudden, accelerate quicker than the opponents and outplay them. And all of a sudden, it looked very simple. So um, Dortmund, or Klopp at Dortmund, was not struggling with being found out. It, the, the struggle came from the Dortmund players were, say, more and more tired of this constant running and this high physical um, demand of Klopp. And so, yeah, year by year, they showed yeah, a bit more reluctancy to, to move that quick. And I think from retrospectively that was Klopp's problem at Dortmund after three years or four years quite at the peak um, it all started to deteriorate the, the, the relationship with the team the, 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 the lesser willingness to, to commit themselves fully to the games and to his game that was Klopp's only issue right right and, and as you remember until the final season this, this, this uh, damned seventh year of Klopp, mm-hmm. um, Dortmund still kept the number two position in Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me, okay, Eric and Wes, okay, I, as Christian was speaking, a thought came to me. So, you know, Klopp always talks about, um, he uses this word, staying angry, you know, staying angry. Greedy, greedy. Staying greedy. He also says angry, right? He says greedy, he says angry. Um, okay. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out what that means. <laughs> it could mean a lot of things. Uh, like, for example, what Emre Chan was maybe very <laughs> <Yes>. angry. 
I hope I hope it's not the Zinedine Zidane headbutt on Materazzi in, at the World Cup. Angry. <laughs> no, it's it's what he means. What he means with that is, at least that's what I think. Um, it's it's the Roy Keane being angry. It's it's the the Edgar David angry. It's the yeah, you but know, he was the, class. Edgar David was class. Roy Keane was a thug. They were both thugs. And, you know, Emre Chan um, puts Sanchez on the deck because he hates the fact that he's been, uh, that someone goes past him. And that's the right type of angry. And uh, I'm not saying you, you, you need to be putting kneecaps all over the place, but you need to be angry. Somebody wants to take away the points that are yours. Somebody wants to uh, make a fool out of you. You need to be angry. You know, the, the teams um, or the golden generation from Holland with um, Van Basten and Koeman and, and Gullit and Rijkaard, um, they learned in, 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 well, mostly the three from AC Milan, they said, you know, lads like Baresi and Maldini, they won the game before the game played waiting in the tunnel they would they would bully them they would actually look at them and say I'm going to hurt you don't try to play here we are going to hurt you today and you can do that in a positive way by absolutely battering them with outstanding football but also um, putting your foot in putting your studs uh, your, your studs in you know and in a in a in a in a Roy Keane kind, kind of sense, you know, always know, let them know that you're up for the battle. Soon as played that role in the good old days. You know, it still happens today. You know, you got the Lee Kettermoles and um, he's seriously been, been missing for Sunderland because he always, you know, they always started the season without him and as soon as they were in relegation trouble, he comes on the pitch and he comes for the fight. You know, he, he comes, he doesn't want to relegate, and he'll do everything in his power uh, to, to make sure that Sunderland doesn't relegate. Um, and from, that's the type of angry that, that I think that we need from the lads. You know, and, and you need to do that in the uh, Adam Lalana way, uh, how he presses, how he harasses, yes. how he puts up a fight. Um, you know... Eric, and, and may, I, may I interrupt you? This is yeah, this yeah, last thing you, you mentioned. I think that is exactly spot on. And because Klopp is not a, a guy that likes to or um, orders his players to play dirty, but this commitment, this willingness to prevail in each game, fighting spirit in the classic sense, we learned from from the British in the 80s, and what what we admired when we were young as Germans, the the, the English fighting spirit. <clears throat> and that is exactly what what Klopp's after. It's not about dirty, dirty tricks, yeah, dirty fouls or something. It's not just like like tackle them and show them how 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 tough we are. But the willingness to co commit themselves so much to the game that you show them we will prevail. We will win the, the first balls. We will win every single one on one, whatever. Yeah, you don't come out of this. We will, yeah, go for the ball, win it, and we will win the game. And this yeah, is fighting any that's, way that's, possible. Win it any way possible. Um, you know, a fair tackle. Subutic was a thug. Uh, Homos was a thug. <laughs> he was also a very, very good defender, but he was also a thug. Um, you know, Gundogan, he doesn't mind t t to tackle you. The Benders, they're dirty players in a, in a way, but they're also good players. When they get the ball, they will yeah, do something. Right. They mm -hmm. do the right things, but they will put you down. And, and take the ball from you. Yeah. And that is, at times, what what we fail to do. And we call that, they didn't turn up, they don't have to. It's just not really in those players. When Oldham is a nice player, he will not hurt you. Because he, he knows, I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't think, need I, to do, a... I don't need to do all that dirty work because I'm better than you. And too many players of us think that. And that's yeah, why we do it in the bigger games, because, well, 
Klopp has a problem to instill. Klopp has a huge problem to instill this fighting spirit, this mutual fighting spirit into this team. And I think um, he will very much after some uh, some players who show exactly that say personality, like Julian Brandt, for example, who is a fighter. Yeah, Van Dijk is 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 one yeah. as well. Yeah. No, he learned that in Scotland. Yeah. He he was too nice, I think, when he left uh, when he left Holland. Um, but he really turned into basically he turned into a man in Scotland. Wait, you need to fight for everything because if you don't, they'll bully you. Speaking of whom, um, he's quite likely to be out for the rest of the season. Uh, he's got a, a ankle injury, I think. So yeah, he's yeah. So I think he he could be he, that, that could be the last we've seen uh, Van Dyke for the rest of the season. So well, yeah. All the best to him. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I would like to mention one more thing, Joe. Yeah. May I may I may yeah. I add this? Yeah. Um, as Eric said, with this uh, with this um, commitment to the game, James James Miller, my personal uh, my personal uh, th- thought about uh, Klopp keeping James Milner in the team and transforming him to a left back is because of his fighting spirit. Yeah, that that is I think why Klopp was was really after keeping keeping James in in the game and in the team. I thought Origi did that well as well when he came on. Um, I, I, wrote I like the report Origi. that he bullied mm. that he bullied the entire back six of them. Yes, right. Ran into Absolutely. I really would like them. to see Origi start against the smaller teams. That physical yeah. presence. Uh, I really holding up the ball, pushing, bullying. He's got the pace. I think we can afford to get more attacking against these smaller teams. Yes. Uh, I really think we, uh, you know, we can put uh, a player one-one up front with Origi and Firmino in behind him. Um, yep. Nothing who, who wrong with that. Um, probably, probably a can type player. Uh, keep Vinaldum in, or you know, or Henderson, and, and and play really attacking. One one deep lying midfielder, and the rest go for it. Uh, play play Lalana, play uh, Coutinho, play Firmino, Mane, Origi, uh, and just go for, go for broke. And then just say the, the the covering midfielder just screens the back four and uh, back four and doesn't get forward. He doesn't go forward. He, you know we've got enough attacking players on the field then. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, yeah. Sure. Let, let's okay. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to see whether I can try and create some controversy in the interview here. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, maybe I'll, I'll kick this off with Vez. Uh, Vez, are you a comic book fan? You're familiar no, with comic I'm books? Afraid, I'm afraid not, not so much. Okay, well, okay, you know, we, we know one, one very famous character, okay? He's, he's the Hulk, okay? Yeah. The Hulk, okay? Yeah. So there's two, so you've got Hulk, the, 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 the raging beast, okay? And then you've got... Um, <laughs> Bruce Banner, okay, the 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 mild-mannered uh, scientist behind, right? So, um, you know, it's it's you know one of the ways to defeat the Hulk is actually you can't defeat the Hulk. You defeat the Hulk by trying to get him to turn back into Bruce Banner. So, as a human, he can't really do he can't really do much uh, damage to you. But if you anger him, if you make him really angry, and you turn him into this raging green monster, okay, um, you're gonna have a tough time beating him because he will sling punches with you all day and you know you're not going to come out of it alive so let's going back to this staying angry thing okay perhaps the the message that we're trying to get across is that you can't play here you can't play football against us maybe that message actually has already been received that it it doesn't need to be made anymore these teams like Burnley or or Swansea or, or whatever okay all these uh, relegation threatened teams, they actually got the message. They said, yeah, I understand. We're not as good as you. Okay. So, um, I think, we I give think the ball back. We give the ball to you. We're not going to make you angry. Okay. We want you to stay without that, 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 you know, that push to harry and press and try and win the ball and get angry. You see what am I getting with this question? Yes, I, I think I do, but uh, I think uh, I have a, a 
slightly different perspective to that. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, what is uh, relevant here and that, that staying angry thing, uh, well, we've all seen what happened against Leicester. Uh, more to the point, we've all, we all saw what kind of game Leicester played in midfield. Uh, in particular, Danny Drinkwater with his constant winning of those those second balls and always getting there on time, always being there, always being one step ahead of any Liverpool player for that ball. And I think that is mostly what Klopp wants with that staying angry and staying greedy. So, uh, and as for that, uh, the, the thing you say about... Uh, the lesser team playing, try, trying to, to keep us calm and not get us angry. I, I don't think that's it. I think uh, it's more of a tactical thing. So we need space. We need to... to our play is, is formed like that, that we need those fast runs from either Firmino or Mane and those slick passes from Wijnaldum, Wijnaldum Coutinho... To, to play our game and when they stay compact in, in and tight in the center of defense we just can't get through like that and uh, I think Keith has a very good point when he said that that we need to start a Rigi in those games we need someone who can get in there get among those defenders get get tough with them and and uh, uh, I also think we need uh, you all spoke about pace uh, in attack from the fullbacks, uh, and not one of you mentioned Moreno. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be the obvious one to mention Moreno. I'll get accused of being a fan again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I think it's time. I think it's really time for, for Moreno to get his chance in those games. We've been screaming all year for this, Vez. We've been screaming all year that... Why play Milner in these situations? Why not bring Moreno on? Give us pace. Give us another attacking. I just don't understand why Klopp is not doing it. I don't know if you've got an insight onto that. Also, also, uh, uh, what I would personally do, I mean, it all depends on Sturridge being fit. <laughs> Ouch. Uh -huh. So, But if he is, if he's ready to play, I would go for the 4-4-2 diamond thing with both Sturridge and Origi up front. I would rest Firmino, put him on the bench, and play Mane in that number 10 role. And, but, uh, uh, surprise, surprise. You're talking about Burnley, right? Against Burnley, right? Yeah, yeah. So, surprise, surprise. Um, I don't think he's going to make the squad again. <laughs> well, if he doesn't, then then I would probably go to, to the 4-2-3-1 thing with, with Origi up front, and, and I would probably rest Lallana put him on the bench and play Coutinho left, Firmino in the number 10 and Mane on the right with Wijnaldum and obviously Chan if, if Henderson is not fit. I, I don't see... I, I was thinking about this um, this morning. Um, why uh, would you risk Jordan Henderson to come in that quick? He's been amazing, but that midfield worked. And as many times as, uh, uh, as Chan's on the pitch, we don't concede um, goals from uh, runs through midfield because he stops them. So well, what happened to that statistic about Hendo those being games, how good, uh, how good Hendo has been, um, maybe have actually Chan per, uh, as per definition uh, a little bit further back. Mm. Sorry, are you saying so are you saying maybe Hendo can uh, take a breath, continue to take a breather? Is that what you're saying? Or? Yeah. Why would you rush him back? Yeah, but then what about that? You know that 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 often rolled out statistic about Liverpool winning games with him in the side and with him not in the side. So we won against the Make a make a great print. Put it on on the wall in 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 the dressing room. Same. There it is, lads. Show that he's wrong. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think Joe, we should... Here's the opportunity. I don't need to rush Hendel back in because you've done so well against uh, um, uh, against Arsenal. Clavin, Martip and, and Chan had a really good understanding together. I thought, were, I thought Clavin was particularly of, good. Yeah. I thought all three of them were yeah. absolutely groundbreaking, good at keeping the ball out of the net. No, the danger comes from uh, a fullback not being positioned very well with two very good players exploiting him. But centrally, that looked fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Let's let's move well, on from this. It, it, it's nice to have options, isn't it? We're talking yeah, options yeah. suddenly again. Suddenly, <laughs> all four midfielders are fine to field. Suddenly, Origi is, is, is an option again. And this is what we've been missing throughout December. And gen- uh, mostly January, February, where you said, well, the but team picks itself. That's what confidence does, doesn't it? That's what confidence does. And uh, But that's the thing of confidence as well. It's very fleeting. When you have it, you have it. When you don't have it, it's so difficult to to grab hold of any kind of belief there. So, uh, let's see. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to look at the Burnley game later, uh, uh, later in the show. But, um, yeah, I thought that that was an uh, interesting uh, perspective. Uh, Keith, did you see the video that I posted on the, on the site? There was one uh, on, the, on the Sadio Mane approves this message post. There was a video. No, I didn't. I, 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 I've, unfortunately, I've been so hectic with work at the moment. I go on and I, onto the site, have a few comments and go off. So, unfortunately, no, I haven't spent much time. Yeah, there's a YouTube video with um, uh, Lucas and Moreno providing alternative uh, Commentary. It was so hilarious. <laughs> so Moreno so okay, actually has a very good voice for this. Yeah, you know, his English is absolutely terrible. Don't get me wrong. Um, he shouldn't do it in English, but he really has the voice to do it for Spanish TV later on in his career. <laughs> if he retires, you know, put him on in the sands. <laughs> Given that Mike, I thought it was hilarious, but he was really, really good at it. Yeah, he was. They were hilarious, and both of them, uh, Lucas as well, and uh, unlucky. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Moret, we make yeah, Lucas, uh, uh, a coach as quick as we can, or an ambassador for us in, in I don't know, making make him a scout, send him to play two, three years in in in, in Brazil. I don't know. He, see, he seems to he seems to love Liverpool. Let's face it, he gives it yeah. his all. He does, he does, he does. Okay. Unfortunately, this is where the this recording burns up in a in a big flame of fire because people want to sell Lucas. So, <laughs> so there you go. That's the end. Thank you for coming. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <but> no. <laughs> but Lucas, as as a person, has never been the problem. Lucas, as a professional football player, has never been an option. Lucas, as a starting player for Liverpool FC, has been my problem. Okay, oh, so... It's still, still harsh, still harsh. Apollo 13 flight controllers, listen up. Give me a go, no, go for launch. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Vital. We go fly. Guidance. Guidance, go. Surgeon. Go flight. Ecom. We're go flight. GNC. We're go. Tell me. Go. Control. Go flight. Procedures. Go. Inco. Go. FAO. We are go. Network. Go. Recovery. Go. Capcom. We're go flight. Launch control. This is Houston. We are go for launch. Roger that, Houston. Pad leader, what's your status? We are go for launch. T minus 60 seconds and counting. So, again, we, we play Burnley um, on, on Sunday, I think, late, late on Sunday. Uh, we we talked a little bit about this um, earlier. And we mix it up when we we were looking at the uh, Arsenal game as well. Uh, now, where where did it go wrong? Where did it go wrong for us uh, when we played uh, Burnley at Turf Moor? What, what went wrong? I know, for example, Sadio Mane did not play. He wasn't involved in that game. Um, Hendo had a kind of a poor game as well there. But um, what lessons can we learn from our f- that that's I think that was the second fixture that we played after Arsenal. 
Okay. Yep. Do you think we do you think we could have learned the lessons from that or or what? I think we learned the lesson because straight after Burnley we went on that magnificent run up until Christmas. So I think we found a way to win uh, and and how to play against the teams that sat deep. I'm not so worried. I know it's quite glib to 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 keep on saying the injuries, the lack of squad depth also caused uh, the players being away like Mane also caused us to 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 go on that bad run in January. I think it's going to be critical. I actually this time I think we will beat Burnley. I don't have the doubts that I had about Leicester and everything like that. I think we will beat Burnley this time. Uh, and and I think the run in will tell us if Klopp has figured out a way how to play against these teams that sit deep. We also did rest, sorry. Yeah, I was just yes, going please. to say that, that I I too think we will win this game because I think we, we know how to do it and, and the team is complete now. Uh, the only thing that, that that remains to be seen is whether we score early and then score four, five or six or or <laughs> whether it's, it turns out to be a bit frustrating and then we snatch a winner in 82nd or 87th minute. I wish we we whack them 5-0. <coughs> we all okay, do. Um, <laughs> Man, so uh, 2nd of January, Man City against Burnley, 2-1. Uh, yeah. uh, 22nd of January, Arsenal versus Burnley, 2-1. And uh, in, uh, it was on um, 18th of December, Tottenham against Burnley, 2-1. What does it tell us? It was always tight, which is a problem. I I would I would hope. Wait, all this uh, all this is Burnley visiting those teams, right? They, they, yes, always yeah, away okay. teams for Burnley. Same situation as we are in on Sunday afternoon, yeah. and uh, against the big boys, they were always obviously very focused, concentrated, defended well. That's what I read from those results. I haven't seen anything of those matches. I've saw I saw the highlights uh, against us, and we were so sloppy. We were not really on the pitch. Now, in, and, and still, there was some space in between, but we couldn't take any, we couldn't get any benefit of that, and uh, couldn't convert. We didn't really have many good chances because we were so poor. Yeah, mm. Mm. I think we could have made much more of that. We did not have money, and we did not have Matip. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now we will be at full strength against Burnley with anger in our hearts and <laughs> anger again. <laughs> greedy. This is, these yeah. Germans are very angry at the moment. <laughs> eh? It's all about anger. <laughs> well, if it helps, why not? Why not? Yeah, it's bayonets. <laughs> How about inspiring? Inspired instead of anger. So, uh, do you think we'll go for lunch this time? Do you think we've really? I have a, a not to uh, be uh, you know be not to jinx it too much. Um, I feel, yeah, I think we we are set up quite well. I think it, coming back to Burnley, um, they're not having a a good patch of form. I think uh, of late. Uh, so if anything, you could say it's a it's a good time to play them. But you know how it is with with these teams, um, they have a bad form patch of form and then when they play Liverpool suddenly they they're world beaters hmm. they're world beaters <laughs> uh, but just like this you know just like this game um, the Arsenal game again when when Welbeck scored right personally um, it wasn't a squeaky bum time for me I actually felt confident we're going to see this out and we're going to we're going to probably score another goal we're going to win this quite well and I am and, and I'm still getting that same feeling actually uh, 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 for this for this upcoming game, I cannot see the boys not being inspired because I think they've taken so much flack about playing against the lower teams. I think we will come out blazing, and I and, and I yep. think we'll be have high pressure, high intensity. They'll be very very angry, Christian. So let's hope <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> We get a great result against Burnley. I think we're going to win it. And I don't care how we win it, even if it ricochets off somebody's arse and goes in the net, as long as we win it. <laughs> okay, uh, so... But I think we will get a positive result. Uh, team setup, any change? 
Yeah, you said I, I wish you, irregi- I irregi- hope right? so, but I can't see it. Uh, I really hope Klopp does change it up. I hope he brings in Moreno for Milner. I can't see it happening. I hope he brings Origi in up front. Um, I can't see it happening, but I, I, I'll be very interested to see how Klopp approaches this game. Origi uh, coming in and who drops? I would drop one of the midfield players. Okay, um, which one? Probably can, Chan. Oh, okay. Uh, let let uh, let. Uh, I, you know, I don't oh. think Henderson's going to play because he's just no, coming yeah. back from injury. Yeah. Yep. So maybe he drops Vinaldum, but I don't see it. Vinaldum had such a great game against Arsenal. Um, so I would put Vinaldum at the base of a diamond. Um, I'd like to see Origi and Firmino up front. Then you have Lalana and Coutinho on the other side. Uh, I mean, Coutinho at the head of the diamond with Lalana and uh, Mane on either side. And I think that's a really powerhouse team. And if just with instructions for Vinaldum to sit slightly deeper. Listen, uh, it's it's tough to drop any one of them because I mean, if you just look at it from the from a performance perspective, um, well, any one of those three, Lalana. Uh, Wijnaldum, uh, Emre, uh, they all did really, really well. Um, but I guess you, perhaps we might want to look to tailor the approach and personnel with regards to the opposition. Uh, Ves, I think you earlier you said that you don't mind bringing in uh, uh, Origi as well. Uh, who would you drop? Yeah. Who would you drop? Either Firmino or Lallana. Uh, I would go with, with if if we know that storage isn't playing. Then, then I would go with the four-two-three-one setup, and uh, I would play Wine Aldum and, and Chan deep, and uh, Coutinho left Mane right, and then in in the number ten role, it would either be Lalana or Firmino. I like that as well, but it just seems that Firmino is untouchable. Well, I think uh, against Burnley, we will not be needing that kind of uh, high pressing. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I, if, you if, if, if they keep the same and we want to keep it tight at the back as well, I would also drop Firmino and bring in Origi and put him on the bench. But I, I just wonder if Klopp would do it. It's, it's not uh, so much about touching Firmino or, or punishing him for anything. It's just a tactical thing. So, uh, and, uh, and I would probably drop Firmino rather than Lalana because uh, uh, Firmino can play that striker and we may need another striker to come on from the bench. Fresh. May I say something on yeah, that? Um, I personally think that it depends on the uh, the tactical approach of the game as, as, as Vess already said. When I think about Origi and maybe you, you remember the first goal against Leeds in the League Cup yeah, when TAA and I and I, I think what Keith mentioned, TAA would be a fantastic alternative for that game, a surprising one, but a very positive one, because he's fast. He has exactly the positioning sense and move into spaces which we need, which Klein does not have that much from my personal point of view, um, and um, trans precise cross which. Origi converted from close range, those tight situations in the box, that is exactly what Origi is fantastic with. And Firmino wastes a lot of chances before he takes an opportunity. I mean, this first goal against Arsenal, he had so much time to take the ball, which he did fantastically, turn to the right and then score. It uh, it took ages for Arsenal to come come up uh, defensively and uh, we won't have that much space. And Origi takes these little chances out of very tight spaces, quick situations where he has very good decision-making, I think uh, Origi could be a good alternative and TAA as a right-back as well. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yes. And and he is physical. He has the power to get through even in those tight spaces whilst Firmino is a little bit vulnerable, you know, like porcelain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if we're going to play Chan and Vinaldum as the two midfielders, then I'd also go for Marino on the left as well. Yeah, yes, them, absolutely. Have this space, pace on both sides. With Trent and Marino on the left, uh, with Origi up front, uh, I'd like to see it, but uh, I've had my doubt. Klopp seems to be a creature of habit. 
Yeah, so he doesn't like to he doesn't like to change things. So I think that's what he's going to do. He's going to surprise us all and not make a single change. I actually won't be surprised. Moreno could be could make the difference on the on the left hand side simply because in unsettling a tight defense, a sitting deep defense, deep sitting defense, it's about split seconds and. Whilst Milner always has to put the ball on his on his right foot, Mourinho can can cross straight away, and it's exactly those split seconds which made the difference with the Dortmund um, Dortmund mm. style of Klopp. Yeah, it's being faster in split seconds, decision making, movement, crossing or passing the ball in and tap it in or head it in. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Mourinho could make this difference, but he has not played for a while, and um, so I. Unfortunately, I'm very much in doubt about Moreno. I have I have a, a, an interesting question here. Yes. Uh, has, has any of you guys noticed how much uh, Matip sometimes likes to to go forward? And I'm not yes. talking. Yes. I'm not talking about playing hoofball or anything like that. But yeah. Uh, oh. yeah, yeah, I think against Burnley we may see more of that. Yeah. Just to create that 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 upset in their defense to to. Get in there, get, get a player in there that, that they do yes. not expect to be there. Matip is a bit, little bit like like Hummels in the making. Yeah, yeah. He has he has the ability on the ball. He has the positioning sense, and he can read, as we say in Germany, he can read the game. He sees who is moving where, and makes a very good pass, even at long distance. And he is making yeah more and more use of that, but. This whole team still has to find itself, and that it always uh, takes time. When 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 Subotic and Hummel started at Dortmund, they were 19 years old, and the German media spoke of the kindergarten defense, and uh, but they were really tight. But it was not with Hummels about like controlling the game as he did at Dortmund later. It took years to develop that, and I and I think Klopp sees Matip in this role at Liverpool. He was so close to that to a goal. He was so so close to scoring that. Hitter. I mean, if he had an afro or something, yeah. he could have scored Absolutely. that goal. But uh, grow your hair out, Matip. Grow your hair out. We will so- see more. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a, that's it, a good one. decisive in that. If if the the, the the usual club style doesn't work, we will have to rely on set pieces. Now we have Matip in the game with his one meter ninety three, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and also Lovren, I think, will be back. And. And Rigi, Rigi brings a, yeah. a, a physical presence from set pieces as well. Hey, yes, so, I was, I, I, hey listen, listen, listen. Can, can I say something? Do you do you see an improvement no. in our set pieces? Do, do you see an improvement in our set pieces? Because I think I've seen a slight uptick in the the quality of the deliveries. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. From from either corners or free kicks. Uh, yeah. Outside the box, it seems as if they're they finding their range. They're they're going into really, they're being placed in really dangerous spots, you know. And there's someone there to to attack the ball. So it, it seems like there's something that uh, perhaps they've been really working hard on, or maybe uh, it's just come together at the right moment. Uh, okay, so predictions, mm-hmm. predictions, Keith. Keith has fallen asleep. <laughs> Speaking. Can I go then? Yes, go ahead. Four 0 Wow, I like that. I like that. Okay, Christian. We will smash them six one. Wow, <laughs> I like this. I like. I like this. You know, strangely enough, I'm also going for a high score. I'm Bob. I'm going for at least a win by three goal margin. So, uh, Joe, come on, commit yourself. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would like to say... I'm, I'm going to remind all of you next week. Have you finished peeing already, Keith? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, we're talking about predictions. Burnley. Oh, sorry. Did I have my speaker off? I actually said 2-0. Oh, 2-0. Okay. The problem yeah, is sorry. that Keith I must have has, my is always on right on that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you say 6-0, no. man? No, no, I, 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 sorry, I did say 2-0, but obviously I had my, I switched my mic off. Ah, okay. We didn't hear that. Yeah. Okay. So, so three of us are predicting um, quite a comprehensive scoreline. Uh, Keith is, is still close. Uh, I'll, I'll take half, half a goal to nil at this stage. As long as we win it, I'll be happy. 
Yeah, but it's nice that we're playing them uh, at home as well. So um, and just <coughs> moving on from the positive vibes from the previous from the previous game. So yeah, so it looks set up to be a, 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 a good uh, weekend. Uh, touching, I'm touching my t- wooden table right now. Okay, we've come to the end of uh, this show. Here. Sorry, there's just one, there's just one bad omen here. Yeah, uh, we we're playing Burnley after winning against Arsenal. Oh. Uh, did you have Shut to up. mention Shut that? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did. We so oh. did. Uh. Well, we, so we may come out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Question. Um, yeah. Pete, did you mean 2-0 for us or against us? 2-0 for us. 2-0 for us. Did you need to ask that question, Christian? I also, I also meant 4-0 for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a relief. <laughs> Thank you, Vess. We'll smash them. Well, we'll we'll get we'll get to play against um, world class um, Joey Barton. I hope he doesn't tweet during the game. <laughs> I hope he doesn't break somebody's legs during the game. <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody breaks his legs during the game. But you, I'll edit that one out after. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Um, good chat, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Take care. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Yeah, bye bye. Tell me, can you hold on? When they say you should change, can you lift your head high and stay strong? She's in it.